This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Match. It was the perfect segue because we got the Cincinnati Bengals and the Arizona Cardinals to talk about next. We are looking to see what happens with T. Higgins. It's a ribs fracture. I'll talk to Brian Scott about that tomorrow, see what he thinks. Uh, all the reporting, though, is that T. Higgins is not expected to miss much time. And some people are saying that it's not completely out of the question that he would play this week. I would be surprised one week later that he plays with his rib issues because it is a pain tolerance thing, uh, but he might not be out for an elongated period of time. So that's the good news if you're a T. Higgins owner. The Cincinnati Bengals are favored at minus three in this game against the Arizona Cardinals, but here's the thing. The Bengals have been 0-4 against the spread so far, and Arizona's been 3-1. and So welcome to my second underdog pick of the week. Arizona plus the three points. I'm probably going to put half a unit, maybe a quarter of a unit on Arizona to win this game outright. Wouldn't be surprised, uh, quite frankly. Now, and this goes right into our next thing, which is Joe Burrow. Now, I don't have Joe Burrow inside my top 12. I have him at quarterback 15 this week because, frankly, at this point, he's going to have to prove it before I put him inside that top 12. The good news is that he was actually off the injury report practicing in full today. Take that for what you will. Is that the Bengals just trying to boost him up and say, you know what? We know he's going to play, so we're going to act like he's not hurt. Or is he actually getting healthier? That's going to be the question. I'm going to save that for Brian tomorrow. But it's been brutal, man. QB 31. There's 32 starting quarterbacks. He's been the QB 31 so far this year. No T. Higgins this possibly this week doesn't help the situation. And a QB 38 in average depth of target. QB 38. That's not Joe Burrow. That's not what we're watching out there. That's not his game. So you could you could tell me all you want about Burrow and how the offenses look bad and the offensive lines look bad. Until that calf is no longer an issue, you can't play Burrow. But I can't drop him either. So, uh, Chris, would you drop? What would you do in this situation? No, I'm not going to drop him either, but I'm definitely going to proceed with caution. I'm going to try to get some extra guys, to, you know, add like a CJ Stroud. We talked about some guys could still be out there on your waiver wire. I think you're looking for some upside guys that you're going to try to add to your roster, and you don't want to bank on Joe Burrow. I think it's very important to kind of emphasize that it's, it's been four weeks now. I mean, this isn't something that's necessarily guaranteed to go away. We've watched other quarterbacks, especially from the lower body injuries, when you don't have a really strong arm to begin with, it's going to challenge you. And as teams are going to squeeze Cincinnati more and more, the offensive line is going to be exposed. This team continues to be refused to run the ball for some reason, even though they've been very effective doing so. So if they're going to continue to have Joe Burrow sling it around 50 times for 12 yards, this is what we're going to continue to get. It's just just commit to the run to Joe Mixon. To your point, open up play action. Do something to take some pressure off. Why are we just sitting back in shotgun and let him get killed? It makes absolutely no sense. Zach Taylor's done this before. This is what bothers me about Zach Taylor sometimes. Uh, Adam, I want to talk to you about Josh Dobbs, who I am way ahead of on, on ECR right now. They're not catching up, man. They got they look at his name, and they just they just can't bring themselves, I guess, to put him inside their top 12. I don't know, but ECR's got him at QB 19. I got him at QB 11 this week. He's been the QB 6 since week 2. If you take out the abysmal offense that was week 1, he's been the QB 6 since that time. And Cincinnati has allowed the 5th most rushing yards to the quarterback position. So guess what? That's what Josh Dobbs does. That's how he gives you fantasy value. I'm streaming the man. 
inside my top 12 this week. Oh, by the way, 21 and a half rushing yards. Yeah, hitting the over on that. Would you stream them, Adam? Yeah, I think so. I'm actually, I mean, it's funny this this matchup is uh, this matchup. I have officially pulled the plug in one of my super flexes. I'm playing uh, Dobbs over Burrow in my in a, a two QB. Um, yeah. it, it sucks. It feels disgusting. I hate it a lot, but I, I mean, that's where it's come to. Uh, Dobbs is running the ball really well. This offense is doing a pretty good job of getting the ball in the hands of the players who should be getting the ball. Um, they're coming out of first half's hot. They're starting games. Well, second half can be a little bit dicey for them. Um, but nonetheless, like, I don't know. I, this is a, for lack of a better term, it's a pretty feisty Cardinals team. They're not going away. Um, it, it, I don't know. I feel like this is a Bengals team that uh, could easily fall apart here soon. 2023, Chris, right? 2023, we're talking about Josh Dobbs as the top 12 quarterback in week five of the NFL season. That's just incredible. Starting over Joe Burrow. <laughs> uh, Joe Mixon, I, I'm still bullish on Joe Mixon. I still have him ranked inside my top 10. I'm only one spot ahead of ECR. ECR has a 10. I have him at nine. His player prop is 68 and a half yards. We, I can't bet the over on the under. That's about right because I have to wait to see if Cincinnati is ever willing to commit to the running game for him to actually get over that. But I do think this is a good matchup for him to get a touchdown. I talked about it a little bit earlier. He is a buy low candidate for me. His only two tough matchups the rest of the way is San Francisco. And I think Buffalo or not even Buffalo. I got somebody else in here, but this is what he, Oh, San Francisco and Baltimore, excuse me, but he's got Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Kansas city in this fantasy football playoffs. I still subscribe to the idea that Cincinnati's offense gets this turned around or at least becomes competent at some point. I like Joe Mixon a lot as a buy-low candidate. Chris, do you agree with that? I definitely agree with that. We talked about that earlier in the show. I think he's a guy that's been pretty effective and looked pretty good when he actually gets touches and is involved. And I think eventually the Cincinnati team is going to have to realize the best thing to do is not expose Joe Burrow, but to actually utilize the guys around him to kind of take the pressure off of him. Oh, here this is an easy one. Aaron asking, did I traded Chris Olave and Calvin Ridley for Brand Ayuk and Travis Etienne? Did I lose this trade? No, Aaron, you crushed the trade. You squashed the trade. You did everything you wanted to do in that trade. Good job by you, Aaron. And Z Money asking, can I ask fantasy questions? Yes, 100%. Z Money, we in fact encourage that here. Uh, James Connor is a top 20 play, as he has always been and probably always will be. As we saw, he's kind of matchup proof. As long as he's out there, he's getting the ball and he's a top 20 running back, no matter what you do. I do still have Jamar Chase as a top seven wide receiver. I got him ranked, obviously, at wide receiver seven this week. Without, I don't expect T. Higgins to be there. I expect a lot of volume to go his way. He is somebody who can make plays happen after the catch. So I think Jamar Chase will be just fine and still a top 10 guy. Marquise Brown is somebody who I continue to put as a, uh, he's moving up my ranks a little bit. He's a wide receiver three. I do have him as a high-end wide receiver three heading into this week as well. Tyler Boyd, somebody that he can be a, I think as a high end wide receiver for stream. If T Higgins is in fact going to miss and only in full point PPR leagues, those are all the caveats there. Cause Tyler Boyd ultimately doesn't give you big play or touchdown potential. And this hasn't been effectively uh, effective offensive game. Adam, I got hey, a real quick to that. As people need to caution with Tyler Boyd, I think people are buying a lot, especially they lost Higgins. T. Higgins wasn't producing. I don't even think Tyler Boyd's going to necessarily do in his offense. My my one caveat there, uh, 
would be, I, I think Boyd is a beneficiary regardless of kind of how this offense is functioning and that they're throwing the ball 50 times for three yards a pop. That's Boyd's world. <laughs> Higgins is a guy who, you know, they're trying to target down the field and they just can't connect on it uh, because Burrow between the calf and between the offensive line, he's not confident stepping up into pockets. Um, I think Boyd is like the one part of this offense that could get the ball. Uh, it is to your point, Dan PPR only, because look, I, I, an eight for, he could have a Kamara stat line pretty easily. I think, I guess is the point I'm trying to get to, uh, where you could see a ton of targets go his way and you could see those end up for 40 yards. That's absolutely gross. Uh, Aaron's asking, should I be scared on Gibbs or time to pick up Monty? If you're meaning Monty by Montgomery, Montgomery, yes, is the higher running back over uh, Jameer Gibbs. Uh, Z Money asking, I traded Anthony Richardson, uh, Stevenson, and Jerome Ford for Trevor Lawrence, Joe Mixon, Travis Etienne, and Tank Dell. Now my quarterback is Tua, and running backs are Mixon and Etienne. Yeah, good job, Z Money. Uh, yeah, I guess he's just asking us to rate the trade. Yeah, I, I, I like that trade. I'm good with it. To attack Lavoa, I know you're taking a little bit of a downgrade there from Anthony Richardson, but you get the upgrade with Joe Mixon. You get the upgrade with Travis Etienne. I like Tank Dell a lot. Uh, so, yeah, and he said for T-Law, I, I, I assume I'm at Trevor Lawrence. I'm assuming you have Trevor Lawrence on your team as well, who I think will have some more upside in the second half of the season, if I'm, in fact, reading all of that correctly. Uh, Bigs B, Mooney or Sky Moore for flex spot? Oof, God, brutal. Yeah, Chris, you go with Mooney. I, I have to go Mooney too. At least he has a, an actual role within the offense, <laughs> like Sky Moore right now. I think that's the key thing. One of the things, while I like Claypool's talent, it would seem to be him out of the lineup. Everybody kind of filled their role better for Chicago's offense. And I think Darnell Mooney found his role as that kind of you know, a second receiver that can stretch the field. Justin Fields usually gives him a pop play here or there. So I like Mooney more this week. Yeah, and uh, Z Money is a tent man, so everyone's stacked. And yes, it is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so good job, Z Money. You're 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 good to go on that deal. All right, so let's get back on to this because uh, Adam, I got a question for you. You're our dynasty guy, and this guy, this kid's looking pretty good. Michael Wilson, he's actually my wide receiver, 44 this week, 37 and a half receiving yards, looking like he's establishing himself as that second receiver here for the Cardinals. I guess is this here to stay, or is or are we seeing a mirage here with Michael Wilson? Um, I don't think we're seeing a mirage. Uh, I'm not playing him this week. So to your point in regards to your rankings, but certainly I think he's someone who could be playing as soon as a few weeks from now. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not going to trust it immediately, but he's playing really well. He looks talented, a uh, good profile coming out. So yeah, I, I don't see any reason why, you know, and Dobbs is playing well. So I don't see any reason why, you know, another good week this week, see a good matchup. You play him. Hey, Chris, let's have a little fun. Josh Dobbs or Kyler Murray for the Cardinals the rest of the season? <laughs> I think Kyle, for everything I'm hearing is Kyler's going to come back and they're oh, they're going to be receptive to him coming back no matter what. No matter how well Josh Dobbs plays, no matter what goes on, that Kyler will get his job back as soon as he's healthy enough to play. Boo, boo. I don't want to see Kyler Murray back. Well, a positive note for Josh Dobbs, and by the way, shout out Josh Dobbs because I, I was always a guy I was a big fan of. They finally got a chance to kind of show a little bit but they say he's going to get about eight to ten million guaranteed now to be like a backup slash you know stop gag stop gag starter moving forward. So he made himself some Tyrod Taylor baby for four he's, games already. 
He's the new Tyrod Taylor. Uh, Zach Hurts here. I got him as a top 10 tight end. I'm ahead of East Yard. They got him at 13. His player prop is 30 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, give me that. He's been a top 12 tight end. He's the second most targets at the tight end position, as Adam alluded to earlier. And Cincinnati has been giving up the fifth most fantasy points to the tight ends so far. So, yeah, Zach Ertz, fire him up, fire away. Uh, Let's move into our next.